0: Live, come on. Okay, right. we are live. Welcome to the Texas Steampunk Connection. We are once yes. again talking to you steampunk. This is the last podcast of the year.
1: <laughs> the last the year that would never
0: end. end. I know
2: <laughs> the year that would never end.
0: Yeah, yeah it seems been like been the longest year ever. We are, are barely
2: down,
0: down the last week of the year <laughs> 2020. Hopefully, 2021 will be better. However, it's gonna be a little while. It's gonna be a slow climb, I think, because we're still because we're still a pandemic going on and all that shit. But you know, things <laughs> are looking better. <laughs> we're allowed to curse this episode, sure. Why not? It's the last episode it. of the year. <laughs> Screw it all. All right. all right, right. Welcome to the same- I, of course, are is Flavio. I am Flavio, and with me, as always, are Thax and Jack, Hello. my co-hosts. And yeah, it's 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 been it's been a year, and. It's been the holidays are pretty much over. I think all, all. I think we're still technically in the twelve days of Christmas because I think yeah, I start so at
1: Christmas. Yeah, because the sixth is the le- is the twelfth day of Christmas, which happens to be my birthday.
0: Oh well, on the twelve on the twelve on the sixth day of Christmas, oh, on the twelfth day of Christmas, it's Jack's birthday.
1: Yeah, awesome. Someone, someone true love got a really bad gift.
0: <laughs> I'll have to. We'll get Lex on the line. Get, get her on the line. Uh... <laughs>
1: I just, I just roll up wearing the hat, lay in bed, be like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nah, <it's> terrible. Other <laughs> garbage there. All right.
0: Yeah. I heard something about, um, some, com- some, some countries up, um, they celebrate, I think it's like, I think the third or fourth day afterwards, they call it little Christmas because that's pr- basically the day the the three wise men showed up at the manger. You know, they weren't there when wow. he was actually born.
1: Yeah. They it was months after technically yeah
0: Yeah, i know but some people they they call it days a few days after you know they that's they call it little christmas you know blah 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 i don't remember i don't know exactly how it went but i I know they during the 12 days of christmas anyway
2: (laughs) hello me from new mexico i see you there
0: oh hello we got someone from new mexico awesome (laughs) nice to meet you um do I know you? I don't I don't know. Yeah, that. we yeah, we met some people from New Mexico recently. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, is that nice during the
2: Halloween event?
0: Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oh, so as usual, we, we a have a drink of us. Let's 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 get into a beer talk. The the podcast within the podcast <laughs> before we get into the actual podcast. Uh today I am drinking a new a new beer that I found. I am pouring it now. It is called Dragon's Milk. Oh, a bourbon barrel aged stout.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh, I had some at a, at a Christmas party I went to here a little bit ago, and uh, I did enjoy me. Not, not quite that one. I don't remember what the exact brand was, but the, uh, the bourbon aged beers are wonderful.
2: They do have a, a, a sweet bourbon flavor that is really it, sort of the beer brings it out yeah it's it's like burning doesn't
1: yeah it's like a weaker whiskey but it's it's like it stretches out the whiskey flavor so you can enjoy a little bit more a nice dark beer like i like smells like a nice stout
2: lawrence approves shout out to rita and lawrence yeah Mm, this is good i like this one i like this one a lot
0: a lot of times when it's like aged in a whiskey barrel or anything like that. I actually taste the whiskey a little bit too strong, but this one the bourbon is not overwhelming. Hey, to me yeah, all I'm whiskey and liquor no, well, no liquor in general, it all tastes like burning to me. My taste buds are not refined enough to det- determine <laughs> between between rum and 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 oh. and oh, you go. Yeah. But is it scotch and whiskey and all that? It all tastes like burning. There's I have no refined taste for that. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> You know, so but this one I do not taste the liquor or the bourbon, although maybe maybe I do I just don't recognize it as bourbon. We met at Old Tucson.
1: Of course not.
0: It's like, mm, what? It's it's smooth. I haven't been to Old Tucson. I, I have,
1: hour. but your image does not show me anything on your. I, I, you know what? I go to your Facebook. I we want have a Facebook mystery guest. Okay. Oh Facebook. Yeah, this, this
0: was uh, brewed and bottled in New Holland Brewing Company in Holland, Michigan. So it's not it's not local. No. It's eleven percent AB,
2: ABV. <laughs> yeah, the whiskey oh, barrel age get get a little little strong, which mm-hmm. just see. nice.
1: Fine, I'm gonna add you as a friend so I can see your stuff. <laughs> it's all locked down. Like do- <laughs> Mister Anonymous picture of like absolutely nothing. <laughs> like what? No
0: v sci-fi maybe it's a you're not a bot are you sorry.
2: <laughs> okay. it could be but i don't know how we know it we welcome both. bots i don't have a problem with <laughs> any listeners
0: a good listener right
2: hits or hits <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i like what it says here throughout the ages dragon's
0: milk has been a term used to describe potent ales and elixirs worthy of celebration a reward at the end of the journey our signature stout carries on the tradition today roasted malt delivers notes of coffee and chocolate married with sweet undertones of vanilla and oak from a three-month stay in bourbon barrels to create the truly legendary blend of flavor. It is actually really good. I'm I'm really impressed with this one.
1: Hey, Thax, If you could stay for three months in a barrel that used to have <laughs> bourbon in it, it's not my turn to sit in it for three months. Like would would you, or would you just take it in your house and just have it open?
2: <laughs> have the barrel open? It might get a little funky. I don't.
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But it's not my turn maybe, in the barrel Maybe it's one of those things I can have a door and just oh, shove my head in it for like three minutes And be like, alright, let's go, let's do this Jack,
2: it's called a bunghole
1: <laughs> I don't suck on those
2: <laughs> Okay, well, before we get
1: What are
0: you drinking there, Jack, while we're talking about it?
1: Well I'm uh, mm. So these have been on the news recently, and I just decided, you know what, it might as well be appropriate.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to make a bandolier of these. I don't, I don't. I honestly don't understand what's going on with those. I'm I'm right, so, well, uh, this the TLDR is that there was there was a line at a convenience store, and a dude was sitting there being all racial and yelling at this other guy who was taking it very well for like a minute yeah. and a half, the, and finally this guy who was buying was one of these off. just goes. I'm not going to deal with your crap anymore and slugs him right as like someone walked in. So the ding of the bell like corresponds to this, like <laughs> slamming into the guy's face as it explodes. Okay. It is a wonderful video. Go watch it. And uh, so that's me being political today. And, okay. uh, I, and that's one reason all the, well, all the memes are so hilarious. Okay. Well, well, obviously, well, this
0: is not just, this is not a visual podcast per se. Tell people who are listening later what, what you have in your hand.
1: Oh, it is a twisted tea, hard yeah, iced tea original, made with real brewed tea. Like really and it contains alcohol. Does not tell me how much though, at least not right <laughs> off the top, which means <laughs> it's probably not a whole lot. Oh, five like percent. Actually, it's five percent. So that's actually pretty decent for what?
2: That's that's you know, not bad for twenty-four tea, fluid yeah. ounces.
1: Yeah,
0: that's, that's, that's much a beer. You got a tall boy with you, aren't right
2: they? Yeah. better than white claw. Well, I wanted
1: to pick up a six pack because I'm just like, I'm not my wife, and I was to have one of these, but this is all they had. This one at HEB is done. Huh, it's become popular. Everyone been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, I want to enjoy this slice of, you know, pop culture. <laughs> okay. Now, like I said, I've, I've
0: been seeing it all around, but I never saw the beginning of it. So I, didn't, I had no idea about that slamming in the face. Yeah. It was a yeah.
2: weapon, and now
1: it's a popular <laughs>
2: drink. That's funny. I, I just oh. watched it, I think, yesterday, and I have to say that skinny pasty white guy he was drunk and just using the n-word over and over and over. Yes. Oh, okay. And, and given all of that with it okay. The 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 fella he was uh you know what uh, enraging get... I thought was very restrained. We, we can clock him the over the face the with audio. it, throws him on the ground, punches him a few times,
0: <laughs> wow. a
2: few times just a couple it, times, no big deal. He I want to show the video real, real, real quick.
0: Oh, okay. We're going to the video, folks. So those the of the you, who are, those of you who are watching or listening I'm later not on, so cool
2: with the language I'm in, this in this video,
1: I'm okay. turning off the audio. <laughs> okay. That's smart. All right. Yeah, yeah we're so, going to yeah. watch the video, so play by play here as he gets slammed in the face.
0: Right. Go ahead, and I might want to post a link to it for the people listening later.
2: We'll do.
0: Because, like I said, we are an audio <laughs> podcast as well. We are not just a video video podcast.
2: Uh...
1: Yeah, just type in Twisted Tea video and it okay. pops right up. I would go with the Minute 39 one. That's that's what this one is because it's pretty much the whole thing. And so, so, oh, it's beeped even. Perfect. So basically, this guy's yelling. And up in this guy's face who's in line to buy this tea. Just talking and talking and talking.
0: Yep. He looks like he's mouthing off pretty really well. He's yelling
1: know? about disinfectant and not wearing masks and all this other stuff. So, you know, however, whatever that is. <laughs> the okay, is sitting there. Listening. Okay. Yeah. So it's even longer than it usually is because there's a few, few removals of cuts here. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. Okay. Here Uh-oh. comes the wind Uh-oh. up. He's got it. He's got it in his hand. Yep. The guy's emphasizing something by slamming on the counter. Okay, he's
1: slamming down. This guy's like, you know what? Up he fumbles it, up, which doesn't yeah. look great. But then BAM! Oh dang. <laughs> he's like, what the Yep. And then they have and... a fist fight where he proceeds to literally just take the guy down, and then the cops show up pretty soon. Oh, so that's insane. Okay.
2: Yeah. So a, little, little mess. a half dozen little taps to the face. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, but that it like he was off with like, yeah.
1: just crushing sound. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So go back to what this tastes like. (sighs) I don't, it it tastes pretty good if you like. All right, so if you like the brisk tea, it's good. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely an alcoholic flavor to it. I'm not going to say it tastes like beer per se. (laughs) But it's kind of like, you know, okay.
0: Does it say what kind of alcohol is in there? No, but
1: it tastes kind of like a (laughs) small I don't know if it's warm. Let's see here. I will admit, I am not totally sure what they're using.
0: (laughs) It could be anything then.
1: Well, okay. No, it has to act since it's sold in, in uh, freaking Walmart, it has to not be liquor. So therefore it must be some sort of, you know, it must be brewed. It just, to me, it reminds me more of like a, uh, like a Smirnoff iced tea. Okay but a lot less smirnoff it's just kind of like hey there's a warmth to it like like if you put a shot of vodka in something that's really what it comes off to okay. and uh, okay. it's 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 light gentle but it does have that brisk tea flavor which you know if you if you're a british person or just a steampunk who happens to like you know just want to point his finger out a little bit while drinking a hard tea <laughs> well, i like it i approve jack approves well, of this it's, well m- mix
0: Mick's recommending it as cold and not warm.
1: Yeah. Oh, this one's this one. This one has condensation. It is. It is best. Okay, cold. it's cold. Okay, and uh, preferably even best when broken over the head of. a <laughs> I'm willing to open it that way the most.
0: That's funny though. I mean, he had already paid for it too, so <laughs> smack the guy with it. You know, so. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if he actually paid for it. He was just standing in line because the guy was in front of him. Because so, I thought he had a
0: bag in his hand, like he, got, like he already got his stuff. Anyway, maybe. that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. That is, that is hilarious. What is what's
1: going on in the world of today? Someone got hit, hit over the head with a brisk guy's tea, or a, a twisted tea, and it's now a popular icon.
0: <laughs> uh, Rita, I don't – Community Legion Russian Russian Imperial Stout. I don't think I've heard of that one. I will look into that. With a name uh, like that,
1: yeah, <laughs> it could march
2: itself.
0: That's hilarious. Okay, so what are you drinking
2: there, Thacks? Um, All right. Well, since I we're still in the holiday season, I'm looking for um, holiday drinks. Uh, I chose to go with a hot buttered rum. Ooh. For, right. I, I, uh, I pulled a recipe from uh, How to Drink. If you watch the How to Drink uh, YouTube channel, I, I think... Jack has brought this up before, if not on the show, then in private conversation. Um, <clears throat> there's this guy Greg; he's from New York City, the uh, cocktail capital of the world, or something. And uh, every <laughs> show, do, I've uh, been there. They, they
0: do have cocktail bars all over the damn place.
2: <laughs> he shows you a cocktail, gives you some history, shows you how to make it. Um, I, I wasn't sure th- this this drink always seemed. Difficult to me. You go look up the recipes online and they teach you how to make a uh, hot butter drum batter that you have Ooh. to keep in your fridge all the time and what? scoop out a bit. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of wrong. But uh, then I watched a video with the uh, how to drink and yeah, he, he wasn't impressed with all that either. He just wanted to make one and drink it. And <laughs> okay. it's not that difficult. It's, it's, uh, like a tablespoon of sugar, a tablespoon of butter, uh, a teaspoon. For me, this was uh, allspice. Mm-hmm. Uh, two ounces of rum and hot water. And that's it. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. Okay. That's easy enough. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, it, it's quite good. I, um, I have a very um, funky Jamaican rum. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Jamaican <laughs> buttered rum. Flavio's been to Jamaica with me. Uh, yep. So he understands that, that funk that mm-hmm. Jamaican rums have. Yep. Um, and I didn't want that to really overpower. So I used half uh, one ounce of the Jamaican rum and then one house, half of the uh, Indian old monk that I talked about before. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, really nice. You uh, mix the rums. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I get some of that, uh, some of that. Uh, Blackstrap molasses flavor, but I also yeah. get some of the rum funk. So you get a um, little bit of the
1: swirl of the Caribbean. We'll call it that because funk just sounds wrong. It's not like you're yeah. on a boat with a bunch of what it guys. Is. Uh, Well, you know, I think, I think wrong, they even called it yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great name for a for a company. That makes well, like rum. I said, like, Money
0: with, yeah. My my favorite was that when we when we toured the Appleton Rum Factory, we got to the end there and you know, they got to the let's sell us let's sell you some rum. Yeah. They had a, they had you know they had a whole you know, several bottles of different rums of their different mixes. And he goes the the, the like the lowest the lowest one they have is like this is like rubbing alcohol, man. You can use whatever you know. You can put it on your head if you have a fever. It'll help you out. Blah blah blah. Cool you down. <laughs> it's like mix it, whatever. But then they go to the high end rum. You go, don't. If don't ever mix this with soda or any, don't, this is not a mixing rum. you know. It's you it is drink it like this.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's like a 15 year aged rum. You don't Ooh. go mixing it with
0: stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like it, is, it is almost against the law to mix this with anything kind of thing.
1: If you, know? hey, <laughs> you put a Coke with your face with this, I will heal you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jen,
0: Jen is online. Your sister's online. Yeah. Talking to us. It's hey, like Jen.
2: trying to dispose of the rum.
0: No, no, he's I drinking mean, the rum. Can say <laughs> I mean <it> that
2: way. <laughs> I mean, it's going
1: through a complex process through <laughs> <But> your <laughs>
2: liver. The digestive system is not a disposal, except sometimes.
1: <laughs>
0: if you're drinking the cheap stuff, maybe.
1: <laughs> except about from November to December 35th.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, oh, it's been a long. It's been a long year. It has been. Oh. oh luckily it's luckily it's coming to an end quickly barreling down the we're, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel hopefully yes. hopefully it is not a train coming at us instead <laughs> you
1: know well i mean it's derailing quickly as we're getting there already because yeah. as of yesterday i was in the er with lex
0: i heard i saw mm-hmm. that
1: yeah. now come down the shingles oh i'm not right the end of the I, yeah no it's it's literally like just, oh, the, just the train just like, the, like hit this like thing where i'm like okay maybe we'll just derail and fly off the tracks a little bit but no now we're like this through this the dirt like, and shit as a, we're going all the way to the end of along. Along. that sucks
0: that really sucks I, i've never had shingles but my roommate has and yeah they're te- from what i can tell yeah they were bad he was terrible terrible
1: yeah so at this moment in time i have to be like in a separate room and oh. made it a nothing touch. And if it does, I have had to wash it. So literally I'm having to worry about pox sheets in my house at the moment. <laughs>
0: oh God. So oh man.
1: My kid has not had the chicken pox yet. And apparently learning some new things here, it doesn't matter if you had the chicken pox or not. Like oh. it makes it worse if you had the chicken pox.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So shingles are a fun thing that you should just, you, the whole chicken pox party thing apparently is a, is a hoax. Wow. Children. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I've, had, I've had chicken pox
1: and I'm going to stay away Me from you guys for a while. So. <laughs> no, yeah, we're, 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 we're already socially distant. So. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem was is I was about to send out Steam Chest and now I found this out. I'm like, all right, I got to like disinfect everything. Oh, wow. wow. And anything that's not been sealed up the last three weeks, I'm going to have to like just, we're on hold. I didn't <laughs> realize they were
0: that contagious. That's crazy.
1: I'm not taking chances because the last thing I want to do is send plague sheets to people. I mean, the, yeah. the plague doctor would approve completely. But well, like I said, my even, roommate even had he walks them. around with a sign in the middle of some Oregon town going, wash your damn hands. Right. Well, my roommate had
0: shingles and I, I didn't catch them. So, you know, and I know and we were near not I don't think he was nearly as careful as, as that. So so that is yeah. our plague, that is our plague talk and our and our drink talk. The podcast <laughs> within a <the> podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a podcast within a podcast
0: within a podcast within the podcast yes we are going in, in we are going deep <laughs> oh on. wow moving Forward. on okay so as, as we as we were, as our, our as we we're to do we have our homework for our steampunk homework of the of the week um i i have something new do you guys have anything i'm sure you guys do i do all right fax is kind of shrug, shrugging okay <laughs> I'll go first. No, I'll go first. Before back before we went on hiatus or just quit for the first, last time, <laughs> before we came back, we were supposed to read the book, The Picture of Dorian Gray, and and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I read the book, and then we never got back online again, uh, uh, so I never got to talk about it. Oh. <clears throat> However. It, I, I would I would definitely call it a, you know it falls well within the realm of steampunk. It has the, the it's of the time. There's definitely a punk element to it and mystical element element to it. So I would call it steampunk, you know, or steampunk adjacent or whatever. It's it's close enough kind of thing. So what I found the problem is is we do this on Tuesday. Brand new comic book day is on Wednesday. So like tomorrow. So last Wednesday after we well not last Wednesday but the weekend the Wednesday after we, we broadcast a new comic came out. And it's called the picture of everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to share the screen and show you. Hey, Rita's right with me. She's read it, the the picture of Dorian Gray. (laughs) All right, let me see, share screen. Here we go, Um, click there, click there. And I'm clicking here now. Can you guys see that? We can. Okay, I'm going to read this off for the people who are not watching and who are listening later. <clears throat> As the 20th century draws, dawns, art promises to change the world and steep it in blood. A rash of impossible killings sweep through Paris, tearing the rich and beautiful apart in their beds. When two art thieves stumble upon the portraits of the victims damaged in the exact same manner they died. It appears the man who once painted the immortal portrait of Dorian Gray has returned with darker plans for future works. <laughs> so basically, yeah, he whatever he does it's the opposite of, of the picture dorian gray whatever he does to the picture happens to the person oh.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> you know oh, oh. in this comic book he he ripped one of the pictures in half and well the person got cut in
1: half <laughs> right so you don't want to be on the times you're telling me <laughs> well you don't want to be a, a <laughs> you don't. you don't want to be
0: on, I guess, one of his uh, portraits. On, one, You don't want to be painted by him, you know.
1: So is that way like, like, Sherlock Holmes doesn't ever want pictures of himself then?
0: If he knew this guy, probably.
1: <laughs> I always I was, I like that. Like, I always knew he didn't want to get the, any of the credit or anything like that because he knew he would be a target. And he never liked pictures of himself being put in the newspaper. And mm-hmm. so I, I always thought that was an interesting little like, like there's got to be something that someone could do with that later.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I mean, or, or like nowadays people who want to, maybe he just wants to stay off the grid. So when he's mm-hmm. investigating stuff, people won't recognize him, you know, kind of thing for, for Sherlock Holmes, you know, even though he was a master of disguise apparently as well, um, but, yeah, you know, but, you know, he didn't want to be recognized out in the street by, by randos kind of thing. But yeah, the picture, I mean, I read it and it, 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 it had the same, it had the similar feels of picture Dorian Gray. Um, and apparently it's only the first, it, it, it just came out last week. So, and you can find it any, at any comic book store, you can order online. I put a link up right there for you guys. Um, I, I would definitely, it would fall into the steampunk category if, if, you know, especially if the picture Dorian Gray fell into it, this is a good, oh, yeah. basically a continuation of that storyline, but where the painter went kind of even more evil, apparently, <laughs> you know? So, and so oh, I, like I liked it. it. It was a good one and it was a surprise. I was not expecting it. I didn't know it was out there. I just saw it on the shelf and said, Hey, that looks interesting. And I looked at it. It's like, huh. I I got to get this, you know, because you know, it falls under my I my, my purview. For
1: every two weeks now, I can show up, Jack and Fax. And well,
0: in, in my defense, it's also comic books. And like I yeah, said, for, no, some I... Reason, for some strange reason, there's been a lot of comic books that are falling under the under this under this umbrella recently, and I'm happy about it. You know, it's, it's it's crazy,
1: you know. So it, there is there's a lot of stuff coming out about steampunk right now because I did a search, and Um, even some of my podcast guys I like to watch, which are like gaming stuff. Um, Freaking uh, what's his name? Uh, The Escapist did a (laughs) cyberpunk versus steampunk like civil war with one of his other editors. And they're like throwing crap back and forth about (laughs) okay which one's better and it's it's actually really funny as they take pot shots at each other over like the stylistic decisions and like how the stories are different and how they're not different you know they're making basically making fun of the irony of how they're not different genres really outside of when is the technology and one deals more with like humanity while the other one deals with a futurism that would have been sooner than later yeah and uh it was it's just really funny to see that there's just this Kind of wave all of a sudden, and I wouldn't have noticed it if I wasn't doing this podcast and had to find something every two weeks for this thing. <laughs> That's so what, yeah, I've been no. keeping keeping me on my toes.
0: And I and I played I I played Diablo three, which is about the only video game I play. And last season, they have seasons now where they have different quests and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the reward, one of the reward armors in last season was a steampunk armor set. Nice. <laughs> and, and one of the one of the little critters you can get to run around with you the little pets was it like a steampunk pet, you know, and yep. it was it was really cool and it was like, "Wow,
1: you know, <laughs> well, that's it gentlemen, it is now popular to be steampunk, we gotta quit we got oh man, to move on."
0: but that's what we are here to talk about though so it's in our favor you know? yes
1: no, it's just like it's just no longer cool man everyone knows about it, it yeah i'm going to be punk bedsheets it's it's are done we, I'm steampunk bed sheets. <laughs> i'll be Look i'm going to be i'm going
0: to be, so, be so punk i was i have a steampunk before you man i'm so that's
1: it i, was I mean just go check my facebook i got pictures back as far as i was yeah uh Mm. So, who wants to go next? You want to go next, X, or
2: shall I? I, uh, I, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can go next, I guess. Sure. All right. Um, I was going to talk about more drink options for uh, the winter, but then I came across this other cool thing. Let's see if I can pull it up here. You find a squid and like an 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 eight legged like.
1: Bad Christmas sweater because that'd be awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I uh, how did I even find this? I don't know. Facebook, something. Uh, I got this, <laughs> this ad for a new Kickstarter. Um, do okay. I don't usually use go to Kickstarter anymore. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous place sometimes. <laughs> I know, because, yeah, you don't know if you're gonna get the thing and uh, this, that, and the other. But I thought this was pretty cool. Um, how to rebuild civilization? The book. Civilization. The book. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just—I uh, can play the video, but it's kind of crummy. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, don't worry about the, it. The
2: the the the, uh, the author the the editor said, you know, what if I could go back to medieval times and. Uh, Become the king of medieval times by recreating civilization. You know, mm. the uh, uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so he started looking into, well, you know, I could make this and teach them how to do that. And the more he looked at it, it was like, wait, these things are hard. <laughs> I don't know actually how to build these things. Um, so he started doing research and uh, decided you know, if he really did go back in time, he would need to take this book with him. <laughs> it's, really, it's really just a, a really well-developed, like
1: how picture it's made
2: of, of uh, stuff. Oh. Um, obviously they don't move like this. It's a book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter in, book. We were watching uh, or in the, uh, the website we're looking at, they're, they're actually animated for you. For you listeners, <laughs> so I was kind of like oh, that's neat, but it shows you how to make bicycles and uh, yeah, huh. cars. I wonder I
1: if kind of it like work. tells you like the tensile strength of steel and whatnot you'd need. So therefore, you would like it I, starts I off with like how, how to build a forge and how to like work build up your infrastructure to build these things because that right. is the hard. I don't part. know
2: how detailed it goes into. I think it's mostly made as a picture book for the curious. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was kind of and like how all books. kinds of topics. Uh, where can I find that? You know, how oh, to bio. do your own open heart surgery. Look, oh God!
0: God. <laughs> here's a, here's a oh, how do open, open heart surgery. remove you know
2: the alien embryo
1: from your stomach? Gotcha. Now that's important. <laughs> but it's a cool picture,
2: you know.
0: And then you'll be quickly hung or burned, burned, burned. A as a witch.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a witch. Oh, um, how to make rockets basic materials uh you know how to some basic chemistry how to take a mm-hmm. uh, wood and turn it into some sort of fuel
1: oh yeah 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 that's actually very important
2: um how the gears and everything works to make a velocipede um <laughs> <That's> a mechanism
0: <laughs> oh yeah night jousting you know, on a bike okay
2: okay bicycles. that's that's a thing
0: yeah we i've seen that happen
2: yeah <laughs> How gunpowder and firearms work? Okay, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, technically, the the pictures, the illustrations, the uh, drawings are really compelling. I mean, as a little kid, I remember looking at uh, you know uh, books about dinosaurs and trains and. The interiors of castles, and it was all this sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, they really just drew you in. Here's how to make a, a water oh? wheel. Oh, that's electricity. That, that's that's yeah, a generator. An, yeah, it's an electric
0: oh, generator. Yeah. You're then you will really it be, be be a witch or wizard or whatever. I
1: can make lights. So it's the book that it was the book that needed to be in the back of Ash's car when he got sent back to take on the Army of Darkness.
0: Yes. <laughs> there you go.
2: Oh, how to make movies. Moving pictures. Apparently you have to be a B person with a monocle. I'm not sure what that's <laughs> going on right there.
1: Artistic license. <laughs>
0: yeah i remember there was a tv i forgot what tv show it was or it might have been a movie but yeah it was like they you know it was of course after the you know the, the world war or whatever you know post-apocalyptic kind of shit but it wasn't that far into the future and one of those some like some of those like the cheerleaders in some school got a little bit smart where they realized okay we get the nerds to read the library books to learn how to make things <laughs> and we had to get the we get the jocks to to be our defenders and fighters and whatnot you know <laughs> it's like
1: Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: what is? I mean,
0: it kind of made sense. I mean, you know, the nerds are not going to be the
2: fighters, obviously. I mean, if they're skinny little nerds, confuse me. How to commit seppuku? Oh, because I don't know why. (laughs) I don't. I don't need to know this. So you can. uh, So you
0: can. I don't know. When when
2: society
1: allows it, or when when you hit a point of society faux pas because you become a witch, how to get rid of yourself? quickly <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or that's how you you introduce some kind of honor system and that's you know one way if they fail you fail fail you or whatever you know how to
1: rebuild the feudal system of japan yeah i don't want to do that <laughs> they, already, they, already,
0: they already had gunpowder back <laughs> way back yeah, but
1: they didn't use it as weapons most of the time it was true I mean, it, it, took, it, took person,
0: it took a white person saying you know what? i can kill somebody with this It's when way there
1: way. <laughs> yeah oh, that's a cool game of chess on the back of a turtle I don't know what that's about either. It's it's, to, it's 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 interesting. It's just like it's not something you'd expect.
2: I mean, all that,
1: I want to build a jaw bridge in the back of a giant turtle. Now I, I didn't know I needed to until now. <laughs> Where are you going she to get a giant turtle? I'll find one. What is what is this? Is this like how to just plant roots or something?
2: This is a California roll. <laughs> <This is laughs> make
1: sushi.
2: Well, it of course, is. it's
1: civilized, oh, of course. It is. Okay. okay. I missed the top part. How to make sushi. <laughs> My fault. I love it. Well, you got to rebuild actual society once you have civilization. You must have an upper crust.
0: Of course. And they get sushi.
1: <laughs> so at what, at,
0: what point to, what, at what point does lobster become the upper crust and not the, the peasant's food? The
1: food. <laughs> that, it depends on how cheap it is and how, how much uh how much you can get. Okay. And And having a French culinary artist figure out a way to sell it.
2: Right. I love yeah. it. That's a wonderful book cover too. I love it. Oh yeah. It's great looking. And I I feel like these these pictures are very they, they feel very uh Victorian in their yeah. style of like, illustration. Yeah, kind of Leonardo kind of like da
0: Vinci, of yeah. That's what it. like like v, v saying looks like old patents by Leonardo. <laughs> there's so a the TV show there's... that I saw like one season of called Da Vinci's Demons, you know. And I at one point thought it was going to be steampunkish, and it is kind of, but it's a century too early, I think. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, mine is not nearly graphically as cool. Uh, <laughs> that one is really nifty, but uh, I found apparently a new article that was launched on December eighteenth um, about cube satellites. And uh, bear with me; it is steampunk. Okay. Um, Apparently, they have uh, made a dramatic mark uh, for space here. Widely used, you know, basically CubeSats. They're cheap. You can use them in telecommunications. You can use them for, like, low, uh, like, internet at lower levels, so you have a better connection without having to spew packets into interstellar space, which means you have speeds that are more or less like actual cable speeds and not satellite internet, which if anyone of you have ever messed with satellite internet, it's terrible. Yep. Um, So... They needed a cheap form of propulsion for these things to keep them going. And apparently what they have found is, where is it in here? Uh, They take substantial power to operate, but you don't want to use power on your engines if you don't have to. So the thermostat steam engine, of all things, it's called Therma, with then satellite afterwards. Hmm overcomes these obstacles by, fulfill, by with fulfilling another must-have requirement for six... Uh, okay, stop trying to sell it to me. Just give me the thing. <laughs> its propellant is plain water, but unlike a traditional steam engine, there is no boiler. Rather, the water is flash, flashed into superheated steam the instant before expanding out of the nozzle. Therefore, the self-sufficient plug-and-play thermostat... Th- thermostat requires no power from the satellite, nor are the bulky protruding reflectors or obstruction the mission objectives. So essentially it is a panel that you can superheat and use as much fuel as you need and it refreezes itself before you've exhausted your entire uh, fuel system using water. And I'm sitting here trying to think how that works because water's so heavy to ship into space, but they're not they're not doing massive amounts literally they're using smaller than a bread loaf. So like they're actually literally saying smaller than a loaf of wonder bread. So it's, it's pretty tiny and it gives okay. so many uh, like 1800 newtons of force for every 2.2 pounds of water. So you would be able to maintain a low earth orbit of an altitude of 375 kilometers or 233 miles for more than five years. So you can stick, this CubeSat up there and it'd stay for five years and you're using water as your propulsion. So,
0: so, so does it recycle its water?
1: No, somehow, it, or it just does, there's a packet and there's basically a heater and it will flash boil it right here, which the expanding gases rush out the nozzle,
2: mm-hmm. and, but it,
1: it quits off. It starts off and it re and so you don't have to refreeze the water because space and right. it basically sits in solid form. You have a solid fuel rocket when you need it. And it just uses a very little amount to flash boil a little bit of water just to push it back into uh, orbit. Hmm. So it just kicks it off on and on every now and then, and it gets lighter each time. So therefore, it um, needs,
0: needs less every time.
1: It needs less every time. So therefore, awesome. it gets long. Yeah, it's 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 a fantastic idea. But I'm sitting here going, we're putting ice in space for fuel. It's, it seems heavy, but then we're only really messing just... with like this much. So <laughs> yeah. right, IT, keep a satellite in space for two years. <laughs>
0: Apparently, well, there's also from what, from what I remember, I think there's, there's actual ice on the moon, yeah. as well. So if we can get to the moon and start harvesting that ice for a moon base, you know, that we, we, you know, well, the cool be...
2: thing is
1: that this works well for disposable satellites, and that oh, is yeah. something that's something you want up and then tap and down. So you don't need to have this intricate fuel system of gas and and, and rocket propulsion that may explode. Now mm-hmm. you have this very solid rocket that, if it hits by something, it's just ice. It just evaporates, and it uses a. Th- the cool thing is, the heart of the system is a unique thermal capacitor made from a phase changing material, which concentrates and stores the and stores the solar heat collected from just twenty square inches of exposed surface area. So essentially, it looks like it has this like this copper plate on it that absorbs heat and it's stored somehow, and then they just use that when they need to. And it goes from pretty much zero to a 1400 Fahrenheit and instantly. Damn. (laughs) This results in a specific energy comparable to a lithium ion battery without the potential for explosion. So they are really talking about their flash boiling water in space for propulsion, which will work on small amounts. And I'm sitting here looking at this going, this can be used in steampunk. Can, can you imagine having a solid fuel rocket now made of ice that you can flash boil and just like utterly pro- push your ship on steam for, you know, 30 seconds? It's literally yeah. a, a Jado pack made of ice and uh, <laughs> that, they, you know, you just strap a couple of those to a C-130. You've overloaded with like three tanks and you can make it lift off of a, you know, an airfield or a beach. So I, that would be I mean, fantastic. Yes,
2: it seems like the kind of propulsion you're going to get is exceedingly limited. That's which one is fine when you're in space, yeah, you know. Uh, but I don't think it's going to get you into orbit.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of it that way exactly, but you know, steampunk okay. is kind of fantastical on its own, right? Oh, mm-hmm. fair enough, right? Yeah. So, oh, it's, it's, it's another piece of technology to use because we all like these. All right, putting a boiler. On an airship for propulsion is already a bad idea because boilers weigh like <laughs> freaking tons it's like to right have, right essentially let's just start trapping strapping balloons to a, a a freaking train lifting it off the tracks and putting a big you know instead of having it you know trying to come up with the right words for it putting a you know a propeller on it that will turn uh, you, you, you have know, this thing
0: just off. spewing out
1: <laughs> it's just so heavy there's yeah. too much metal there but i mean i still like the idea of, in my mind literally having two of them put next to each other and having them go at it, creating, you know, these <laughs> massive jet turbines on either side of my airship that will push it forward. And if I, you know, if I blow a boiler, I drop a train and go steal another one off a track somewhere <laughs> and lock, lock it in place. That's actually how I've designed my ship. Drop a train. <laughs> like, I drop a locomotive when I'm done with it and it's exploded. And uh, yeah. So, no. That's hilarious. I love I love the idea. Let's just drop a multi-ton you know thing from high up. Guy, go steal another one now, and might as well take the train and with it. But <laughs> so, that was actually something that one of my friends Arco and I came up with. It's like if we're gonna like if we're gonna like do a train heist because every good story has a train heist to it, and yeah. even Serenity or Firefly had a train heist.
0: Yeah, that was like their first episode Space that they showed cowboy train on heist
1: that's probably what gave us the idea for this was, was how would you steal a train? And we sat around going, well, they're heavy, but if you could figure out a way to lift it, it'd be fun (laughs) to steal one from the air and just take the whole train. Then you could do anything you want with it. But uh, no, I, I like this idea because yet again, it's another form of propulsion that can be used in the, in the fantastical world, even if it's for small amounts, because, I mean, you know, if you want to use solid fuel ice rockets, you now have propulsion for it, whatever, you know, however you want to run with it. It Just one more, one more idea. And it works in real life for space. For
0: space. Space. <laughs> well, I, I know there was this, Um, I don't, I think I might've talked about it once a long time ago, but there was a comic book I had that I read. And it was basically the British Empire invading Mars essentially mm-hmm. and there's you know they had their ships their their rocket ships that were going between here and there and it was pretty you know it was interesting <laughs> you know back in the day you know I have to revisit yeah. that one but yeah and they so, they, they, they could have used that
1: <laughs> for their ships so uh yes they could have they could have So uh, Vice Sci-Fi here actually said something I read earlier today, which was one of the things I wanted to use and talk about. I'm glad he brought it up because now I have a reason to talk about it. We're going to bridge to it real quick. I'm going to share my screen. There is a Venus surface probe idea that they are looking at using. And it is very steampunk. It is utterly mechanical. I don't know how this is going to turn into whatever they need it to, but uh, look at that thing. It's a it's a concept probe. I don't know what I, it does, what it does, but it's really cool looking.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it bangs its head on a wall. I don't know
1: it does. <laughs> it, it does bang its head on a wall, and I don't know why it's it, It's so apparently it's considered. It I don't know dropping something on dropping something on uh, Venus is going to be really interesting, but. I'm assuming they're just trying to tensile strengths and uh, yeah, probably. trying something into those pressures to see if it even work. Mm-hmm. And it's ramming itself into rock. <laughs> like, you know, will will, this, will this break kind of thing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is the first steps to making something that will live on Venus for a long enough time because we got like, it rains diamonds and battery acid from the sky. And every couple of years, the land changes shape because it's pretty much molten still. And you don't want to be yeah. in the sun. I and mean, you don't want to be in the dark because it's so hey, cold. I recently
0: rewatched the Six Million Dollar Man TV show, and he fought the <laughs> he fought a Venus probe twice. Okay, oh, <laughs> and it was basically like a the size of a of a VW Bug, the old style one, but not not rounded. It was more like a pyramid, but about that size, and it was indestructible. He had a hell of a time fighting that thing.
1: <laughs> it's true. I think also one reason they're trying this is because they need something that's almost purely mechanical because most things that are uh, computerized would die in those temperatures. And in, in then yeah, exactly. so steampunk is like, Hey, we got all this wonderful ideas for, you know, utterly mechanical things.
0: That's <laughs> right. No, no computers on that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we don't need no stinking computers. We have abacuses. Exactly. <laughs> I'll pull up my Robo. I'm gonna pull up my Auto abaca- Abacus. That's hard to say. Auto Abacus. Auto Abacus. How would you? What would be like? I got my six-speed <laughs> Auto yeah. yeah, there you go. I'll pull up my six-speed difference engine.
0: <laughs> Better than the indifference engine. It's like, eh, no. The,
1: <laughs> the indifferent
0: engine. like eh, yeah, no. The indifference engine. speeds
1: of indifference.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Choose your level of indifference. You want to feel today uh, right?
0: Yeah. Meh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, uh hydrogen fuel would be a wonderful way of propulsion. They're also exceedingly fun to explode too um <laughs> but they also use water for power but it's it's doing a chemical breakdown, which is fun no um that is i mean it's technically ether depending on how you want to look at it. N- nuclear technology could also be considered ether depending on how you look at it. Radioactive isotopes are very ether like um, yeah, you
0: know the mag- the magic element that most a lot of steampunk novels use you know to power their stuff you know yeah unitanium as we say
1: <laughs> oh we watched the core didn't we
0: well no unitanium was yeah <laughs> but i think that's what they called it on on um avatar that 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 the blue yeah. the, the blue planet the blue planet or whatever they call it unitanium but we had unitanium that was our that was our what we were going for in that that one steampunk thing that we did way back in the day we call it um know, yeah. Showdown in Unintainium. Yep. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, so, it's just, yeah, the magical element that powers, that powers your steam devices and stuff. Like I said, that one, um that one, that one anime that I, that I recommended with the boxing on it, you know, they had like a real, a, a real, it was, I don't know, dense water is what they called it. Something like that, which, which is why it was able to power their p- punches and whatnot. You know?
1: <laughs> but, oh, like so. heavy. Okay. Yeah. Like heavy water for, yeah. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you anyway, know. Yeah, water something like that i think they call it, i don't i forgot exactly how they called it but i think it was like dense or something like heavy water yeah but it. i mean like i said it was really good i mean it, it was, if you like rocky you'd you like that that one but because I mean, it was all it was all about boxing essentially you know but it was um steampunk boxing because they were they, they had to have their, their at certain pressure you know before or they oh, yeah. would, if above a certain pressure they weren't allowed to fight kind of Steam thing boy you know
1: it meets robo Jocks.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> But yeah, it was a good sh- it was a good sh- it was a
0: good cartoon, which but I divest. But you know, we, we still have a little bit of time to kill. What else should we talk about, guys? We got like 15-20 minutes, maybe.
1: I know we finished early, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we
0: we 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 just barreled through this show. It's yes. <laughs> but this is our last show of the of the decade. Not the decade, last show of the year. <laughs> you know, should we do like a year in review kind of thing? Or I don't know. Name.
2: Name?
0: Yeah, Leviticus. That that's the one I'm talking about. Le- 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 I can't pronounce it, but yeah. Yes, V. that's the one, exactly the show I was talking about.
1: <laughs> well, I could mention that there are some steampunk conventions trying to happen in
0: 2021. As okay, in
1: March. Uh, let's see here. The Evil Expo in 2021 starts February 19th to twenty uh, to the 21st in uh, Forest Forestal Village, Princeton, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, what? Alcon is back on in Addison, Texas, on March 26th to the 28th. Is, yes. there much,
0: is there much steampunk going on at Alcon? I've never been there to Alcon. Uh,
1: well, I'm part of the. I'm usually part of the steampunk contingent at Alcon. Okay, okay. There's usually a good 20, 30 of us for sure. And All there's right. There's a lot of new people, uh, so it's actually pretty. I like it. It's a fun one. And where's We're, it look, uh, where, Where's it happen again? Addison, Texas. Addison, Texas. Where's so that? Dallas-ish.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's in the Dallas area. Usually, there's a um, we we usually get a steampunk room and there's panels I've been a panelist there pretty much every time. Uh, cool. Usually, one of our friends runs the um runs runs kind of a D and D campaign for for steampunk. It's kind of how to host a mystery type of thing. So it's very loose on the D and D stuff. And I usually play an NPC there fairly often. You <laughs> need another
0: uh, NPC? Let me know.
1: Yeah, Lex usually plays an NPC. My, even my child has run around picking people's pockets during the NPC game. It's fun. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> is is it, is it, my,
0: wait, wait, was this a LARP? Yeah.
1: yeah okay. LARP. Yeah. Yeah. You you another,
0: LARP. I'll play. I mean, or I'll be an NPC if you guys want. It's fun. It.
1: Or just, just show up and play your character where you can play a sheet of character. And I, I, got I, no love, working everyone's, <laughs> I love working everyone's. Uh, we, you know, we always try to play the plot through everyone's stuff. The plot usually is I'm hosting like a. Uh, oh, what do you call it where I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, an auction and therefore oh, okay. I have, I'm trying to make money on all the stuff I've stolen, but then like the people who actually own it show up, but also my my debtors or my creditors show up. Like, so when you sell this, you owe us that money and I'm trying to figure out a way to get out of it. And so all these people are playing all these parts and I'm the kind of the linchpin. And then I also have the cops over here. So if I try to do anything illegal or catch me, for you know, previous things. So you like have that I
0: stolen items.
1: Yeah. And so Lex is usually running around in the background, doing all the, all the like the, the, like the spy master stuff behind everything. Well, cause everyone's looking at me because I'm kind of the linchpin character at that. And, and this particular one. And uh, there, there's been others where I'm, I don't, I don't know why I keep being the guy I'm hosting a, a Las Vegas event kind of thing. And so we're all on this paddle boat that gets temporarily locked And there's a murder. And now we have the cop. And, you know, everyone's like, well, I'm obviously the bad guy. Because apparently I run a a casino in space now. (laughs) And uh, it's it's stuck. That was on a river at one point. And the people who own the river boat are like, what's, what's up? And this isn't this, you know, what, there's our insurance pay for this. And I'm like, well, my insurance covers this. I don't know what you're talking about. And <laughs> it, it becomes, it's really weird to see the breakdowns of how these go, because we kind of always have this like little game plan of, all right, here's the plot. We don't make it mm-hmm. large and like completely, it's, we don't want it complicated, but it becomes complicated because everyone brings in their own little bit of stuff. And it just becomes this big cascade of storylines. And at the end of it, we usually sit down for 20 or 30 minutes and go through every person and how did they go through it? What was their plan? What happened? Did they actually, you know, and if you actually finished your directive in it, you get an award. And we usually, uh, you know, give them free merch or whatever from our tables at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's been a fun time. So that's, that's I don't what know. we try to do i don't know how it's going to work this I mean, year as because much
0: as, I, yeah, as much as i enjoy larping i do really enjoy larping i don't I, a lot of times when I, when it's a free form larp i usually don't know what to do and from my experience I mean, that just wants to kill everybody
1: that's <laughs> one reason we make sure that if you go in with a custom character you first have to talk to our our, our, our dungeon master guy mm-hmm. he makes sure you have a directive uh if you don't want to do that you can have uh, like preformed characters or you can take your character and use whatever directive it was on there and most of the time it was like we had a group of three girls that brand new started their own airship like that day at our table and we basically walked them through like all right, so here's how you do it here's the things we'll give you some free stuff and like gifted them a certificate of authenticity for their new new airship and a bunch (laughs) of cool it was really fun it was an event and they're all giddy about it, and so we wrote in a, a plot line, or uh, our DM wrote in a plot line for it. Like, all right, so you need a ship, and it was their idea to try to raise so much cash during the the, you know, all of the gambling, so they could buy a ship or get one off the auction. They however they wanted to do it. Their directive was get an airship, and so <laughs> and I was auctioning off like three. If it was of, a,
0: a man among you? They would have stolen one. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. They could steal it too. It, 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 however because there, there were deeds that were on auction so if you get away with a deed that you could pick lock, you know pickpocket or whatever i i actually ended up like auctioning off all this stuff and ending up with half of it at the end of the night again so <laughs> i made like double the money and got out from under my creditors without them getting it it was great uh but that that's the fun part of it is that you can make you can make deals with other characters and players and do yeah. things that's, because yeah, none of them that's yeah. One of them was a museum thing. Well, the, the curator of the museum who was putting on all her stuff died. And oddly, it was really kind of funny because everyone got into stealing all the artwork and all the stuff. And only like the cop and I really cared about the fact there was a murder. And <laughs> I kept like, I'm like, my, I don't know if my insurance is going to cover this. <laughs> if it was, if it was, I don't know. If I need so I'm like, like trying to prove my innocence, to the entire thing. So I wasn't going to get hit with the bill and um it was really funny having like another private investigator and actually having the cop there and but most of the people were like trying to get away with all the artwork and it, it was that it was it was not something we foresaw and it was really funny to see that the change of events around the plot no one cared that this woman died and she's just you know, and she's an npc and she's just laying on the floor at the same spot laughing her butt off because just like the whole idea of a mystery murder was just like, nope, we're gonna just steal her stuff, <laughs> <laughs> right? So she, she doesn't need it anymore, <laughs> <laughs> steal it when the, when, the, when the cops look in the other direction. So, okay, but, uh, so
0: that's at all cons. Well, it sounds like I've been missing out. Um, I need to go next, next time. All cons
1: on, uh, Ottawa, uh, geek market in 2021, March 26th to 28th in Ontario, Canada. Okay, mm, so out of on Ontario, that's a kind of a far far drive for me yep. and you guys we may we may carpool uh <laughs> let's see <Truthbury laughs> I'm here, long spectacular. Drives. march 27th in the uk uh church of the saint mary drive, Virgin, shrewsbury uk yeah can't drive there uh steampunk chicago exposition 23rd to 25th april in shamburg illinois at the hyatt regency oh oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a a fancy one one. and then there's the watch city steampunk festival of 2021 on may 8th in waltham what's in may um massachusetts massachusetts yes i have to sit i I have to ship stuff there every now and then sounds like a sounds like a birthday trip for me let's all go man Uh, then there's the Steampunk NZ Festival, June 3rd through the 7th in New I Zealand. Said. Oh, that would be a great one because New Zealand is so big in steampunk. They actually have a uh, an entire museum that's like three floors and even has like a, like a basement built for it. And it's for people that uh, like steampunk artists can sell year round there. They, the, they're actually, I think also known in the Guinness book of world records for one of the largest steampunk gatherings. Wow. Uh, well, sounds like we need to go to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say that one's kind of, that one's kind of a, they had, they had, you have to hire them to come in to do that though, to give you that award. So I know I've been to things that had more steampunks there for oh, okay. <laughs> that didn't actually have that, but they actually hold, they hold the things. I give them that. Um, Let's see. Where else is there? Amarillo, Texas, Amicon or Amicon. That's within 31st reach. through August 1st. I can make that drive pretty easy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm also going to put a stipulation here. I know the one in uh, New Mexico happens around July 4th mm-hmm. and it's around Galacticon. It's also a steampunk con- uh, and um, like comic book convention that our wonderful friend you guys met it uh, in November.
0: Yeah, um, he, he made a, he made a, yeah, he made a good, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I definitely would like to go.
1: Me too. And then there's the Big River Steampunk Festival in. Awesome. Hannibal, Montana. M-O? Yeah. That's also the Missouri. one. I've been, I've been
0: thinking about going to that one a lot, but it's, this it seems so weird to get to.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like Montana. Like, I mean, no, Missouri. Missouri, Missouri, no, Missouri. It's M it's M O. Yes. Missouri is M O. I thought M. What's M I? M T is
2: Montana. Montana not is M T. You're right. Mississippi. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you. I, the am, with I am the, ignorant the apparently. With, uh, that event is it's not near an airport, so oh. you can't just fly in and get there easily. Um, the other mm. option is to to drive, which yeah. is a bit of a distance.
0: Like I said, I'm very good in a long drives. So I can I can do. Right. I can drive do,
2: either
0: way. I can do an eight hours straight without stopping.
1: <laughs> I can <laughs> well, my, too. But then I'm I'm done for a day. Uh, yeah, I'm really done. Shift,
0: you know. So if it's more than you know, if we all take shifts, then we should do fine.
1: Oh yeah, we can do that. And there is one more that's currently planned: the Gaslight Steampunk Expo. It's September 30th to October 3rd in San Diego, California.
0: Okay. Wasn't there one here in in Texas that we talked about last time we were on?
2: Yes. We haven't even mentioned the Steampunk Upriver Mardi Gras 2021. Yeah, it's not on this list, is it? That's February 5th. I don't know what list you have. Uh steampunkcons.com.
0: Man, February Yeah, I've noticed a lot of a lot of like um the the steampunk ambassador, a lot of people who do these kind of lists, they always leave out Texas. They never they never I've never once seen Steampunk November on any of those lists.
1: It's because he doesn't go and do that. He doesn't go put it on these lists. It's basically Steampunk November is one of the, like, it's kind of like Steam Chest. We're one of the best kept secrets of the Steampunk world, whether we want to be or not. Like uh, this podcast. No matter,
0: no matter how, how
1: advertising you do, people are, like, always surprised that there's a Steampunk subscription service or there is a Renaissance-style festival for Steampunk in Dallas or outside yeah. of Dallas. Like I said.
0: Like I said, like this, like this podcast. Nobody knows about us either. Yeah, know, exactly.
1: Well, a, that needs to change. Share us. Nobody no anything about advertising, and I can't afford advertising. Oh, um, and honestly, advertising doesn't do you a whole good. Right. Exactly. I mean,
0: it and, needs to be word of mouth. Um, yeah. Maybe better, better on the on the the social platforms. And so, if anybody wants to help us out with social platforming, talk to us. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know,
1: I'll we put you. In willing to host you on our show and talk about your stuff if you share our links it's really cheap you know i know i do this do whatever
0: do whatever, <laughs> whatever social podcast you know social platforming you know like i don't know send link, talk about us on your links you know whatever if you want
1: us to like do wedding vows or something we can work that out too i mean we're up for a lot of things
0: tweet about our us and
1: you know. <laughs> multiple different churches one of them being you know the church of the dudist we're good the do the i like church yeah, it's 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 the ordained by the Church of the Latter-day Dude, awesome. right there,
2: My certification. Hey, <laughs> you guys haven't mentioned the naval expedition uh, coming up in 2021. Where are we, where are we expeditioning to? It's, one one expedition. it's, it's the Steampunk Cruise. Oh, right, yeah. they eighth year. Uh, they skipped 2020, obviously. That's smart, because that wasn't going to work very well. Right, yeah. Th- th- not for tr- lack of trying, though. No, they've tried. <laughs> not, um, not them, but other companies. It, yeah. Uh, so this one's coming out. Uh, Royal Caribbean. They're. I mean, I'm looking at their. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. They're they're leaving Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And going to St. Kitts, St. Thomas, uh, Cocoa Bay, Bahamas. Um. I mm-hmm. went. Uh Erica and I went uh, a few years ago now, um, and it was a lot of fun. It was so cool. What what
0: port did you leave out of? I forget. Was it Corpus?
2: Uh, When we went, we went out of uh, Galveston.
0: Galveston, okay. So it was out of Texas. So they're not always out of Florida. They're out of wherever.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, The fact that it was out of Galveston was really the
0: opportunity that
2: let us uh, jump into it. But you get to meet... Uh, steampunks from all across the country uh alaska we met some canadians um yeah I
0: we went to a, we a bon voyage party and didn't actually go on the cruise one time right year, year
2: before <laughs> yeah oh, and, and we, we met we people from, from alaska yeah. Yeah.
1: now with that said do you have to be dressed the entire time in the appropriate attire well
2: why well, wouldn't you um <laughs> You have to be dressed appropriately for a cruise. You do not have to be dressed right. appropriately for steampunk. Okay,
1: I know what you mean, but I mean it's a cruise. But I mean, all right. So here's my problem with this: if you're going on this cruise, and you say, "What time period was it through again?"
2: Like, what what was the dates for it? Um, it's a uh, pull back up here. Um, March seventh. Okay. Where they Seventh through twenty first. So.
1: I, I'll admit, period.
2: I don't really have any
1: steampunk water trousers. <laughs> nor do I have a hey, steampunk appropriate wet shirt. So, I, I,
0: was, I saw it at, at an Old Navy. I saw it was like a Hawaiian shirt print with octopus on it. That so, would I mean, work. <laughs> we'll, go with,
1: we'll go with Mariner pirate look, I guess, and just deal with a lot of sashes. I guess, what,
2: I, I guess that would work. You know, uh, a Striking steampunk shirt. gentleman's uh, swimming costume is just a t-shirt and some board shorts that mm-hmm. are kind of stripy. Yeah, that's true. Stripes. Most uh, stripes. Most likely, um, you get out of prison. Which are surprisingly difficult to find, because I went
1: looking not, for them before the cruise. They're not popular. You almost have to like, make them yourself, which is very difficult to do with masking tape. <laughs> <laughs> not impossible. Not impossible. Just highly improbable. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think we got a question
0: here good in the water <laughs> a
1: lot. yeah we do actually have a question from vice SciFi that i want to hit up real fast mainly because it's an easy one if he wants to do his own event how do you handle tickets well there are websites for this and may i say use them go find out event websites they you can easily set up tickets through them or if you want to set up your own website i can hook you up and we can work with that and there's an easy way to set up like a purchasing program and it'll send you like all the stuff that the people's email you need for like codes and whatnot. So when they come to the event, you have it and they have it and you just compare notes. That's really easy. It's all about just there's all, all so much event software out there. What they'll do is they'll take a little bit off the top at every buy and you're done. You don't have to think about it. Do that. Don't don't try to come up with a novel new way of doing anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a P- PO box or something. It's like that's yeah, not going to be so well. You know like
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go box in some place in California with like nine seven zero eleven eight or something, whatever the thing is. You know, I don't know why I know this. It's just so many of those cartoons I used to watch as a child always had the send your sweepstakes to this same exact box. And it's like, <laughs> in, like I'm assuming it was like one massive like dump for the entire TV station. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. nine double zero seven eight. There we are. Wow, that's and I can't remember how to do. Trig in my head. If I remember that,
0: math is hard. Math is hard. <sighs> okay, yeah. so yeah, I mean, actually, the one that's coming in February here in Texas, I'm, I'm, I'm still skeptical with that because COVID's still going pretty hard, and that's only a couple months yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: one reason I, I, brought up this list as kind of a hypothetical. Obviously, if you want to go to any of these, go hit their websites. Don't listen to just us. We're just right. You yeah, you no. Know, websites. Watch and then be smart. I'm not, you know, you guys are intelligent. Don't yeah, don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be stupid. Don't have, hey, don't be me. No.
0: Still <laughs> so, so uh, 500, still so 500 call credits. Still,
1: shut up. Okay. No <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's hard to get to the top of, the, of, a, of a most wanted list. you seen who they have at the top? and yeah pretty, it's had, a pretty competition.
0: yeah pretty steep competition yeah. out there i mean oh, I, heard, you know, I heard pardons are being handed out by, by like candy right now so
1: well i mean i did actually get a pardon from from the uh the, the president of texas <laughs> president robo, texas. robo houston robo houston yeah i got i got i actually made me an entire thing that was that was done up and had my mom sign it because she was a lawyer and she was always <laughs> wanted to be like the um she always wanted to like run for like, a, like a, a law position or a major judge position for like the state. And I'm like, here's your position. Here, all right, you are now a character in steampunk. And I made up this whole like pardon. And it was I made it out of like oh, it's a big piece of paper. It's like a poster almost. And I dyed it and I printed it all out on it and I had her sign it. And I took it to Jim, who was running his uh, in steampunk invasion at the time, and had him sign. He also had to sign it as the one of the as an officer to pardon me and um i had him do it in front of everyone like entire 500 people <laughs> and, and he had to use his um his friend's back so they had like turn around like he hits like sign on her back up <laughs> like wait. i'm waiting can you hurry up <laughs> and all of airship isabella is hanging out in the background because they just got done with like a big skit and so they all started walking up and like what's going on here like oh i'm getting pardoned and they're, like where'd you get one of those i'm like important people. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me. But uh, it, it was it was great. It was it was so much fun to make that pe- that prop that I have. I'll need I need to actually probably get that hung up over here yeah, too. I mean, as,
2: long,
0: as 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 long as I've been doing steampunk and like and Thax is the one who really drugged me into it or well pointed it pointed pointed it at me and I embraced it easy. and I embraced it pretty hard. Hey. I have never I've never been officially acknowledged in any actual steampunk world or anything per se you know like the red fork empire in san antonio and whatever you guys do i don't you know no one's ever acknowledged me in any way um but my like the way i say my character remember the old animaniacs cartoon with the 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 hippos the the hippopotamus yes that hippopotamus was actually named flavio
1: it was (laughs) wasn't it yes oh my god
0: and they go tripping around the world doing adventures and you know whatever they do you know doing this doing that because you know they're rich they're rich ne'er-to-do's going around having fun and that's that's what i'm basing
1: my character on <laughs> so but, here's but, how we work with well. this you are now a rich ne'er-to-do with yeah. a radio show that is how you got you're, you're like the fraser of the of the steampunk world <laughs> <laughs> Just, just get it in your head that is you now. So anytime you go anywhere, like you may have possibly heard of me. I'm on the radio.
0: Yes, yes. perhaps you heard me yeah, recognize my voice. You
1: know. We may need to come up with some sort of like, 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 like obviously it's a Texas steampunk connection, but we need to come up with like a number, like a Hertz number or something to go with. There like, you go. You
0: like, yeah, some kind of like, yeah, transmission number. Yeah, <laughs> transmission
1: number. We're broadcasting across the multiverse. We can get the whole like, like. Remember, like the fifth element, when they were like bringing Ruby Rod on on the radio, oh, and yeah, they had that guy with hilarious. a
2: really voice talking in. You know?
0: <laughs> yep, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I like that.
1: We're, we're now radio. We're now radio personalities in the steampunk world.
0: Perfect. I love it because that's exactly what we are. You know? <laughs> because, hence, we are talking to each other right here. Yep. Yep. It's funny <laughs> how
1: hard it takes life.
0: So let it be said. So let it be done. It is written. <laughs> Motion
1: carried. Motion passes. This is the way (laughs) I have
0: have spoken. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we've gone over our time by nine minutes so far, but it's, you know, it's the end of the year. What the hell we can go a little late. No big deal. But I think we're running out of things to talk about now. (laughs) Now we're just talking stuff on the side. Thank you very much, everybody for listening, for watching us live. Um, Only there's only four people left. One of them, which is Jack. I'm sure (laughs) Rita. Hello. Thank you. Once again, our most loyal listener, Rita, um and v nice to see you thanks for joining us uh well i'm assuming jen's no longer with us she just popped in and said hello (laughs) bitched about the (laughs) rum and took off um
1: (laughs) stay positive yeah
0: that's that yeah she's looking for the drink didn't find any took off (laughs) So (laughs) There's there's nothing else to drink here i'm gone where's the next where's the next adventure kind of thing awesome um, uh, so thanks once again, if you have any questions, suggestions, um, you know, talk to us on Ste- on Texas Steampunk Connection on Facebook, the, the very thing you're watching us on now, Yep. Um, we, we also, we also have a, hey, hello, Lawrence, <laughs> he's also there. Um, we also, we also have a, um, we actually have an email, Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. So if you have something long, long form, you want to talk to us about,
1: <laughs> oh, you want to talk to our manager? Please hit up our email.
0: Yes. No. If you have any complaints, arguments, um, that go to Twitter, <laughs> Texas yep. Team Connect. Um, I'll, I, you know, may or may not see it there. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, once again, thank you very much. I wish, I hope everybody had good holidays. Um, we're in the middle of the twelve days of Christmas. You know, so so that's still going on. New Year's is coming up. Everyone have a safe New Year's Day or New Year's Eve night. You know, stay home, stay safe. You know. Or if, you, or if you do go out, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and all that stuff. Eat
2: you know, your black eyed peas, your greens, about, your yes. ham. Make all the a wish room. on your
1: black eyed peas.
0: That's a white person thing. I'm not white. <laughs> or is it a white person you thing? <laughs>
1: i never, never. <laughs> to, to do something over your enchiladas. All right? <laughs> hey, it's this tamales for time of year. Tamales. But, it's I'm for all of it.
0: Christmas is tamale time for me because that way I have something to unwrap. <laughs>
1: oh, 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 that's like a weirdly yum and yet self-burn. <laughs> well, yeah, so
0: I, I don't <laughs> get presents anymore. I'm too old. You know?
1: <laughs> I'll give you a present.
0: Oh, only if you wrap it.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy! All right, right. Oh, stay, positive, stay positive. Test negative. Uh, yes. Insert here. We've we've gotten. More oh. uh, <laughs> okay, we're completely gone off the rails. So until next time, see you in-
0: mind your gauges, everybody. And happy new year.
2: See you next also, year
0: twenty-one.